Good morning. Good morning. It is Wednesday, April 19th, uh, 2023. A beautiful day here in this part of the world. What but I find interesting fairness, what is, it not? is that this yeah. time it's April 19th, 2023, but it wasn't last time we did this. That's true. And I don't mean yesterday, I mean this show, because we're in the multiverse. Oh, well, right now, while we're doing the show, it's not April 19th, somewhere in the multiverse. I, uh, I sometimes lose track, but then I realize that since I'm infinite, it doesn't matter. Yeah, that came up. I was thinking about that a lot yesterday, you know, the concept of, uh, you know, because people get down on themselves and obviously hypersubscribed to organized religion or conditioned to that and and everything. Uh, but just the, the idea of that you are not, whatever, you know, obviously, obviously I, I always tr you know, try to tell people that they're not, you know, that your finger quotes, your name is a label someone else gave you because they were trying to create a, a, a version of you. Um, and so I, you know, if I do presentation, sometimes I'll play um, the clip from uh, X-Men 2 where... What was that? Uh, uh, ruffling? Stepped on your... I just, I moved my mic farther down because I thought it was too close to my face. But what were you saying? Oh, oh I was saying uh, the idea about what's what's um, finger quotes. What's what's your name? Little girl. What's like your in name? the in the val the the ver version of what is you know as you work towards and work to discover and go on the you know the journey of discovery about your you know your most authentic true self. What's your real name? And uh, and I'll play a clip from X Men Two of um, I mean I'll just say the character names, but Magneto is there, as portrayed by Ian McKellen, with uh, uh, Mystique and and the character who uh, eventually self na names himself as Pyro, and. Uh, I don't remember what the character's original name was, but you know, Magneto says, "What's your name, John?" Or "What's your name?" and he says, "John," and he and Magneto says, "No, John. What's your real name?" And so, but 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 through that, going through with that thought, the idea of you know people get wrapped up in what they perceived their perceptions of identity uh, instead of tapping into or observing or engaging in the, the idea that you're in your you are infinite consciousness having this this set of experiences well to, to put a bow on it like that while i accepted the name that my parents gave me in my youth as i developed over the first few days after birth now when someone calls my name they hear my name as they know it to be in their head but by the time it gets to me it is my actual name but no one hears that because of the filters i put up 
100 percent. 100 percent. 100 percent. So uh 100%. well Fox News to pay Dominion seven hundred and eighty seven million dollars for spreading election lies. And uh they got off easy. Yeah, I wish this had gone to trial. It is very unfortunate for the world that that organization wasn't strung out over weeks of details of their absolute corruption of honor and truth. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. My obviously, it feels like that's not enough. But I think for a company that's valued, I think they said just cash wise at four hundred or four four billion dollars, you know, roughly a, almost a fifth of that is 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 more than a it, it's a I suppose a significant hit when you know one fifth of your twenty uh, percent of your company is uh, has the you know the, the liquid cash assets have to go out. Um, but I think the real value, which who knows if we'll see, and I and what, when I saw that, I I just gotten back in town whenever probably five or ten minutes before that verdict came down yesterday, and so I'd watch in the news, and I'd flip over to Fox to see what was happening, <laughs> and I'd flip every couple of minutes. But it was it, it was just like they and again, you know, I wasn't watching it, watching it. I was just flipping to see what was happening, and they were doing. Um, it just felt like they were just like they ran 15 or 20 minutes of just straight commercials because they didn't know what to do. Um, they had to earn that money. But then once they started running, what's that? They had to oh, earn the, the money, money. Absolutely. 100%. Uh, but number one, when they started running stories, it was they were doubling down on what can they do to facilitate xenophobia? What can they do to facilitate bigotry? What can they, you know, they were running all the classic stories about. You know where they they want to facilitate the narrative, not that COVID may have came out of a lab which happened to be located physically in China, but that it was the Chinese government that you know the things to try to facilitate anti-Asian hate. Not 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 to get to the bottom of was something adjusted in a laboratory, but to try to facilitate. Uh, you know, anger and hatred and bigotry towards Asians, but also the, the the money shot on this, which the real value would be having these fraudulently dishonest people that they have on their shows go on the shows and acknowledge it. I mean, that that would be the, the big part of the settlement. You would really, I mean, between $1.6 billion or one point, whatever it was, to knock it down, $787 million. If it was me and I was Dominion, one of the things I would have stipulated was that on a regular basis, they would acknowledge that they intentionally spread dishonest information. Yeah. And, and going back to cops, if I settled, there would be a stipulation of, of that magnitude that, uh, that they, the police had to give these uh, broadcast to the public training seminars on how not to be a murderous prick. Uh, we really need those uh, additional contingencies applied to these settlements. So 
but that you know that's why they settled so they don't have to uh, admit any more of their guilt and good for dominion somebody's going to get a yacht a few people are going to get yachts but can't you get a yacht and serve the greater good i'm sure you can and it's a lot easier to because the pressures of fixing the pressures of fixing the world are great so you know if you have a if you have a nautical heart then uh obviously uh will be a fine way to go but dominion still has pending lawsuits against uh newsmax oan uh just to name a few rudy giuliani sydney powell and mike lindell so hopefully you know if mike lindell's you know the cash cow uh not to shit on a former crack addict but uh the cash cow with a fancy mustache and there's nothing wrong with a fancy mustache let me say uh they ought to make some bank out of that as well and then i don't know if, if they want to get into any of rudy giuliani's oil money or just stick the drill directly in uh in the side of his head whenever he gets well, I, I thought it'd be better to hang him from his feet and just let gravity do the work but i i have a point of contention about this mustache thing that you are currently on is it just a mustache when you have a soul patch I was thinking about that last night. Oh, uh, I. Good question. I just feel like it balances out my face with the soul patch. No, it looked good, but thank you. Thank you. You know the the international order of mustaches. Uh, I've been in touch with them this morning, and they're going to investigate your claims. Well, they they certainly can. I was I I was I was you know in the car yesterday for three or four hours, you know, going to Raleigh and coming back. And uh, uh, I, uh, you know, when you stand and look in the mirror, you're comfortable that you're you you have a, a symmetrical. Uh, you know, the one side of the stash is not it's not off kilter. But, right, brother. You sit in the car. And yeah, the radio's on. Yeah, you're on the phone. But you catch a glimpse of that, and you don't know if you're sitting a certain way, your head's tilted a certain way. And then uh, part of you just thinks, oh, my God, I'm going to have an unbalanced mustache at the General Assembly all day. But anyway. But I think it's okay. I think it's okay. But the soul patch, yeah, I just, uh, I don't think it's a, it's a, it's a, for a love of the three musketeers. It just, I just feel like it looks odd without it like unless you're like doing a, a a movie or a play where the character doesn't have a soul patch but uh well please understand that that i would fight to the death for your right to have your facial hair the way you have it like i said it looked good i liked it it's a good look on you thank you thank you but i think you could do i think you could yeah, I think you could do some serious mustache and soul patch work. I'll, I'll show you a picture of, uh, I had a mustache from the time I was like 14 until I was in my early 20s. And uh, it looked the part for sure. But I had a legit mustache, man, and I, I'm not going to let this die. I, I don't think you have a mustache. I think you have uh, a goatee. Would it, would it be more like a Van Dyke? Or do I have to have like actual like uh, uh, hair on my chin to 
uh, you know, the, I haven't been in touch with the International Order of Van Dyke. But I'm just going off of my personal feelings mm-hmm. that uh, a mustache is nothing but upper lip. Anything else disqualifies. Well, for better or worse, and I think that's obviously subjective, uh, per Wikipedia, uh, a soul patch and full mustache, uh, specifically in my case that I always do, where the mustache extends slightly past the corners of the mouth, is called the Zappa. The Zappa, I like it. No, dude, if you 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 have a Zappa, absolutely, man. Hell yeah, that I like. I but I feel aligned to today. I've been out of sorts ever since I've seen you. Now I'm I'm back to to being functional. You have a Zappa, my friend. Because here on Thank this you. show we settled the real problems. We may talk about other things, but subject matter like this, that's getting it done. hundred percent. I didn't realize, because why would I? Because I've been busy and uh, not, well, that's not, not that that's not a reason to uh, uh, know things. Uh, but, uh, Sydney Powell, who I'm pretty sure from my memory, obviously I've been focused on other things is the one who said that a time traveler came to her in a vision to say that the, uh, election was fixed in uh, favor of her pal, the orange goblin. Um, but she's, uh, she's from Durham and she went to, uh, Chapel Hill. Chapel Hill, the city, uh, the college apparently for her J for her undergrad and her uh, her law degree. Well, that explains everything. Which is hilarious to me because everybody I know that complains about the you know people that go into Chapel Hill that's always well, he's too liberal. They're teaching people how to think them thoughts, and they's a bunch of daggum communists. But then anytime you hear any stories about people that went to uh went there it's people like Sidney Powell who were you know uh I don't know if they went to dip their toe into the sea of fascism and fell in and have drowned or what you know but it's it's always people like that it's never uh people with progressive views you know I mean the anytime progressive views are in play it's always uh you know, angry parents or grandparents or relatives, uh, you know, who are still trapped in the 1850s and mad their uh, relative is going to uh, Carolina. Well, you know, the, the institution I can't tell you a whole lot about. But the fan base of Carolina basketball is horrible. It is uh, it's a state of being ever since the 80s that was a forbearance of 
what Trumpism is. And that's the meanest thing you could say about anybody. <laughs> I mean, sure, some of the people. I know, I know. I did. I, I don't know if I ever told you this. I was never a Carolina guy, blah, blah, blah. But then I realized one time, I don't know, years ago, that I had actually taken like a certification course there. For, oh, so you're an alum. I, apparently, but I never, like that never crossed my mind. Uh, but I remember, you know, I was getting blown up by some other university about Oh, you're an alum, and I'm like, I'm really not. And they were listing everything that they qualified somebody as being an alum for, and I'm like, well, I guess it would be a, a, a noticeably broader sense of the of the word. But I guess if you uh, studied there and whatever, and took tests, and then you passed them, and they gave you a piece of paper, I guess technically. So you're like the uh, local morning radio show host. Oh, oh, you know what? Well, no, because I actually went there for something and got a piece of paper. <laughs> no, no. I mean, I do know a number of women fascinated with uh, murder and true life uh, you know, murder podcasts, and I'm sure are fascinated by the Murdoch trial. But I actually do, now that I think about it, I do a friend of mine who lives in South Carolina who's an interior designer is uh she loves all but it's funny I mean I I wouldn't know that radio personality's spouse if I saw them but I feel like I feel like you know the wine wives the, the whole culture of you know the wine wife that they're all uh, obsessed with that stuff um but then uh, talk about alumni apparently there's this huge push and I mean, I went to college three or four times and graduated from pretty much everywhere I went, um, which clearly means nothing at this point in my life. But I was about to say, um, uh, doctor. Uh, well, for the amount of time I spent in there, yeah, basically, yeah. Right. Um, but apparently now, I guess, because you know, for people that are more accepting of different life circumstances, I guess universities are really doubling down on. If you ever attended this university, yeah, you know Send what I mean. So that, yeah, so like, yeah, so they're just hitting people up for money. They're like, "Oh, you went here for one semester in 1995. Oh, after Christmas in 2008, yes, for three months, yes, yes, yes. You're an alumni. Get on our donor list." Uh, I tell you. My alma mater does not hit me up for uh, for money because it's a tech school, and uh, and I think that I don't. They may hit other people up, but the fact that I had to teach two of the classes while I went there uh, mm -hmm. for a period of time was, I, I think they put me on the do not contact list. That was an interesting situation. How they were accredited, I I don't know, but that piece of paper served me well. Uh, the best part of that experience was that our electronics teacher both were retired Ma Bell guys, 
and they would just regale us with incredible stories of invention and discovery and and uh literally that's the most i got out of that school were story time oh watching reddit this photographer uh kit the, the first pitch at a game mm-hmm. bad throw strong throw hits the guy right in home plate if you know what i mean indeed i have a i have an idea what you mean yes it, uh, it, it, why is it so funny watching people get hurt in that way it makes me giggle yeah i don't know i don't know i know it's your favorite place to shoot people in uh and uh <laughs> golden eye yes yes, yes. <laughs> other <laughs> yes. were we did we talk about that i think I, I was talking to the wife about that that every time that you see the stat other in that game, it's because you shot them in their. Penis. Oh, that's funny. No, I'll I'll look next time. I'm I'm there when you play, and that's funny. No, that, I I used to love. A, it's say what. That game is a distraction when we're trying to start the event. It gets me just about every week, and you were over there just having a blast. Well, it's been so long. I mean, I, the last time I was super into playing games, I mean, I, I stuck with my PlayStation 2 for 20 years, you know, because there was only like five or six games I'd want to play, and I didn't have any interest in having to recondition my muscle memory. to Because I feel like you can't really go between, like maybe you could go between a Nintendo 64 and a PlayStation, but it was like I think once I fully moved to PlayStation, you couldn't go anywhere else. And a dude who's north of 35 or 40 can't keep learning new video game. You know what I mean? If it's a well, no, That's very I'm true. You, you can, but it's a life commitment, man. It really is. That's why I, all the games I play in anymore are retro. One thing, I've got literally hundreds of thousands of video games. Uh, but if you can pick a game up for even just five, ten minutes and get that little break and, and you're not invested in it to the point to where it consumes your life. And uh, new game, playing new games are. About ten years ago, I, I played my last major title called Destiny. And it was fantastic. But you had to play, literally, you had to play every day to get the dailies. You had to do the weeklies, and then you had to run uh, instances and things of, of that nature, and it was a commitment, man. And uh, I, I platinumed the game, meaning you've done everything in it. And I, I just knew then I'd never play a major game again. So, yeah. Yeah, but that's I why I, I have up. to commit. If I'm going to get into stuff, it's got to be like like – I guess that's why I'm more into fitnessy things or working out now because I can contain it. But if I was sitting down just because I know me and I couldn't, as with other things I used to do and engage in, I couldn't sit down and, you know, you can't just sit down and have one. I couldn't sit down and just play like one, like if I was playing a WWE game, I couldn't sit down and just play like one match. Like, like, 
if you turn it on, it would be like locked in what would turn into hours. You know? Yes. And uh, so I think that's the, the other value for me about like that. I just enjoying walking or yoga or grabbing a cigar or something like that because it's specifically manageable. And is a physicalized activity to to let my mind free up whereas if i was i think the 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 programming aspect of my brain and how my like the hard drive of my brain would be running would just be different for you know um versus uh gaming versus like just walking around and and uh yeah yeah did you ever so watch the what? A, Go ahead. Sorry. Th- this is an interesting little tidbit. Uh, it has nothing to do with evil on any level. Breaking. The Iowa Senate passed a child labor law before dawn today. The bill lets 14 year olds work six hour night shifts. Now, I did that uh, in my youth, and I loved it. Worked for a local restaurant. We lied about my age. Um, all that good stuff. Because my parents had a document that was uh, had the wrong year on it. So in some ways, I'm technically a year older or officially or some way elite a year older than I actually am. But anyway. 15-year-olds work on assembly lines, and 16- and 17-year-olds can serve alcohol, which I don't care about that. The Senate went through the night and voted on on child labor at 4.52 a.m. It turns out that uh, this was a law that was lobbied by restaurant chains. Because they know that 18-year-olds are now realizing they don't have to be treated like crap to have a job. So, instead of changing and treating people decently, they just find more impressionable people. How lovely of conservatives. But the children. We're here for the children. What about the children when they see a man with mascara on? Well, if you can't force if you can't force underprivileged people to have children, you won't have a workforce in uh, in certain conservative circles. So that is absolutely true. Which ought to absolutely. again be another. I don't know if it's a. Uh, well, I don't think I don't think a lot of those people need red flags at this point. If they can't figure it out, I mean, I think they know they just they're they're on board with it. Um. Yeah, the economic and cultural shift, you know, regarding work and the value of work. I I feel like I I talked to a, a had this conversation several times yesterday, but just the value. I don't know if I'd use the word dignity, but just the value of uh, basic goodness. Um, 
but appropriate compensation for the, the amount of work people do. And, you know, like just how under, under appreciated and undervalued. Well, when people say, oh, well, we don't underappreciate our teachers. I'm like, I'm sure you do because they're not getting paid worth a goddamn. You're not compensating them appropriately. You know, and when are people in these in different industries start to, or when are they going to start to be valued that they are facilitating uh, cultural growth? During the time that uh, North Carolina Assembly conservatives were calling teachers selfish and greedy, uh, I knew a conservative teacher and, you know, just the irony of it all cracks me up. Did she look in the mirror and go, I'm greedy because I don't want to have to spend the little bit of money I get paid by supplies for the job that I shouldn't have to buy supplies for? I didn't understand that junk as a kid, man. Why am I, why am I bringing pencils to school? You know what taxes are for? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm uh, crossing the pirate ship for, uh, for coffee. Exactly, hundred percent. But I think back to the point about your, uh, your, your teacher who was a, a, a conservative person. Obviously, that's that's all conditioned around religious beliefs, and when you know people's religious beliefs in that sector of the religious world tell them they're a piece of shit and they need salvation. Because if they were not a piece of shit, who was all the horrible things that they say, then they wouldn't need salvation and they wouldn't need to be saved from hell, which they've obviously earned because in their religious structure, they're a piece of shit from birth. And it doesn't matter that it's not their fault. They're bearing the burden for, you know, mythical representations of something that may or may not have happened 40 million years ago. Well, let's be fair here. It's not from birth because life begins at conception. They were forming into pieces of shit as the sperm was swimming. Well, that sounds immaculate. It does, doesn't it? What's so funny, you know, that that's that's such a uh, the thing now. Yes, America, I'm doing stuff around the house. And then I'll be done in two seconds. Uh, Let me tell this story why you do that. Um, Buddy of mine was like, let's go to college and use chat GPT to do our courses for us. And, you know, it's it's really going to be difficult soon to to be on a Zoom meeting and uh, know if that's a real person there or not. So you could literally set a robot up to take college courses for you. But now I see that they have AI detectors. And it's failing horribly too because somebody uh somebody ran that AI detector on the Constitution of the United States as it is written, as in a really, really old document that that wasn't AI generated to the best of my knowledge. And it detected it as generated. 
So uh, there may be hope for the not going to school and getting a degree. Why do you think, do you think it was just the way that the the word structure was so beautiful and just, uh, I don't want to say flawless, but uh, did they, did they give indications about what, what the reasoning was? The AI thought that the, that the document was, uh, was uh, uh, generated through artificial intelligence. Uh, no, I, I have no idea why I can speculate that, uh, it found, uh, and then it would mark it as plagiarized, which that software is fairly accurate. Um, no, the answer to your question is I have no idea. Right on. Speaking of artificial intelligence. Yes. Uh, McDonald's, because everybody's got to hurt themselves once a year. Uh, quote, McDonald's is upgrading its burgers. So I'm not gonna play is it going to go to like, I mean, it was dog shit now. What, what form of shit will it be? Well, it doesn't appear that they're going to be using actual real meat. However... Um, maybe this is supposed to sound playfully dirty. The buns will be softer, cheese, gooier, onion, singular, but I guess that's onion is that way, will be added to patties right on the grill. And the Big Mac sauce, there'll be more of it. Uh, we found that small changes like tweaking our process to get hotter, meltier cheese, and adjusting our grill settings for a better sear added up to a big difference in making our burgers more flavorful than ever, said Chad Schaefer, Senior Director of Culinary Innovation, hashtag bullshit job title, of McDonald's USA in a statement Monday. Uh, the upgrades applied to the Big Mac, or as they say in overseas, La Big Mac, and the McDouble, as well as the classic cheeseburger, also fake beef, double cheeseburger, and hamburger, the original fake beef. Uh, the original fake beef. Okay, well maybe that's a maybe that's a misstatement on my part. I'm sure fake beef has been a thing for a minute, and not just as a, a playful uh, jest. How how is other than and no offense, America, but seriously, if you think this is real food, and I guess yes, well you can eat it. It must be food. Well, keep drinking glue. Keep drinking glue. Uh, and just and the, the 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 language in here. Yes, uh, Chris Kempiski, McDonald's CEO. We are gaining market in both chicken and beef. Why is there no standard about what constitutes? That's got to be like a legal broadening of the definition of both of those words. For them to say that, unless. It's just an intentional mis I mean, it is an intentional misrepresentation because in my mind, chicken or beef implies that it was actually really 
chicken or beef and not a hyper-processed, chemicalized, uh, you know, fraudulently misrepresented uh, item. Uh, yeah, in U.S. sales and stores, at least 13, yeah, uh, sales at stores open at least 13 months, uh, jumped 5.9% fourth quarter 2022, and uh, 10.3% for the whole year. Well, I think that has more to do with people are not locked in their houses from COVID or they're going out places and not with the quality or lack of whatever, what they're serving in the restaurants. Um, well, the, you know, do you know how chicken McNuggets are made? Uh, No, tell me. I was, I was in my mind the word, the phrase with love, but obviously it's made with uh, chemicals and filth. But go ahead. Like, my understanding is, uh, they get out the good parts of the meat, right? Mm -hmm. And then they throw the rest of the chicken into a processor that just turns it all into sludge. Then they reform, they bleach the the color because it's pink. It's a pink paste, and uh, then you know they they form it into cute little shapes and put breading on it. And and yet, I still told you that story from the other week. <laughs> I know this. I know this to be what I said to be. True enough. Not it may not be a hundred percent accurate, but uh, it's close enough. And I still ate that junk. <clears throat> well, should, some uh, people I say should... if you if you bleach it out, you can usually make it taste good enough to eat. Anyway, um, hashtag bleaching. Uh, yeah, hashtag I can't tossing the salad. Well, their salads are worse for you than their somehow than the the pink slime they press in the burgers. Um, I cannot, I mean, I'm, I mean, again, at some point, all of us at one, one day a year, we'll all get weak or we'll just have to do it to remind ourselves that we should not be doing it. Right. I've done it. I'm not going to lie. Although what's, what's your, I mean, I, uh, what is your favorite? I mean, cause we all have one. We all, we all, uh, all short of the glory. Uh, every once in a while, what is your, like, if you were going to ideally swing through and with, we'll just say with the kind of the places that specifically are mainly would exist in North Carolina and a place you could do a drive through with, what would be like your, I wouldn't call it a cheat meal, but your, if you were going to eat fast food other than the story that you were referencing the other day. Um, <laughs> unless that was it. What the, uh, or it doesn't even have to be your favorite, but a couple of highlights, top two, top three of, of when you get in the situation. Well, but specifically chains, not mom and pop type places. Uh, it would not be uh, 
in and out. I can tell you that. <clears throat> that was for the wife. She's not in here though. But anyway, um, you know, a good baconator, if when it's done right, is, mm-hmm. is fantastic. Uh, I'm not even going to lie. Baconator from Wendy's, uh, when done right, which is with fast food, that's one problem with fast food, man. Sometimes it's actually enjoyable and good, and then your brain goes, hey, that's good. <clears throat> then you go back and it's you know, dog poop. But I like the Baconator, and if I'm going to McDonald's, I want a bagel. They're steak, egg, and cheese, and they're bacon, egg, and cheese. Or is it steak and cheese, not steak, egg, and cheese. Anyway, the bagels are, uh, I enjoy those every now and then. You know, you got chicken filet, Cajun filet, uh, from Bojangles, that hits the spot every now and then. Um, and we all know what Taco Bell is there for. And, you know, the thing about Taco Bells is that they actually chop their onions, and that adds a, a quality to it uh, that you don't find in most fast food. Uh, I used to like the 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 thick burger at Hardee's, but I I don't know for some reason. Did they all switch over to Carl's Jr. now? Not that I'm aware of. Okay, because I was thinking of the one. There's one. Y'all who know know. There's one near a hospital over here. One of the hospitals in town, and I they used to have a famous Christmas display on top of it at the holidays. I just haven't been, I mean, I feel like it's one of those things you drive, literally drive by it multiple times a day, and I couldn't even remember if it was a, still a Hardee's or had been switched over to Carl's Jr. So. Uh, it'd be a pretty major deal. I know the first time I went to California, my son got a huge kick out of me eating at a Carl's Jr. because of idiocracy. Mm-hmm. Carl's Jr. Fuck you, I'm eating. It, uh, not a big part of the movie, but a pivotal, enjoyable moment of, you're an unfit mother. <clears throat> oh, gosh, what you don't need to eat at Carl's Jr. to be an unfit mother. There's, I know lots of people who are unfit mothers who've probably never been to Carl's Jr. Um, was, how was the taste experience? Uh, between Hardee's and Carl's Jr.? Yes. Identical. Okay. Uh, they do have different menus, but that's regional. Instead of uh, of of you know any kind of corporate design, yeah. Well, I, I, yeah, they I figured, all are different. Well, what was I'm I'm always fascinated by the regional differences. What were if you just remember some right offhand? Oh gosh, man, this was twenty years ago. Oh, okay. Um. Yeah. 
Yeah, but like the uh, the McDonald's breakfast is different out west than it is in the east. They uh, they don't really do biscuits, which is odd. But I too have stopped doing biscuits, so I guess they're they were forebears of my future. I never understand like people that have a hard on about eating a big breakfast, like it's you know not just holidays, but I just don't understand. I mean, if I woke up, and maybe I mean I didn't used to be this way, but obviously I'm this way now. Because people will try to get me to eat times that are outside of my normal eating time. If I ate the way the people, other people ate, or that would try to get me to eat, I'd vomit, and then I would, I'd, I'd go have to go sleep. You know, like I don't, I just, I just couldn't. I, I, I don't get it. What do you uh, in the in the chicken sandwich world? Yeah. Where's your, where do your preferences exist? Uh, uh, I mean, Bojangles <clears throat> before COVID, when their their uh, sandwich contained something other than the thinnest slice of chicken possible. I think it may be chicken chicken uh, flavored breading at this point. But I mean. That, that was pretty good. Um, I don't do chicken sandwiches much in the world. But one time, uh, you know, the whole Popeye's craze, uh, it, it was decent. I mean, it really was. It was meaty. and But I brought it home and threw some, some ham and mozzarella or provolone cheese on top of it and that made it 10 billion times better it's really weird like i'd rather cook at home because restaurants seem to have diverted from taste profiles that you get from just cooking and and trying to go maybe a bit too foo-foo. Maybe they're trying to find a, a unique identity. But I cook at home better than I eat out 95% of the time. And fast food being consistent uh, in some in more ways than various restaurants, if that makes sense, based on my earlier comment of one time you get it and it's good, one time it sucks. Uh I just, I don't go to restaurants anymore, man. It, it is infuriating. Uh, when I sit down and pay a full price for a meal because they don't have an app like a fast food joint does, then I can manipulate that, and there's cool ways to ma manipulate that. Anyway, and so last time I ate a chicken sandwich, uh, uh, like a real chicken sandwich, I made it at home. Mm -hmm. And yes, it was fantastic. What about you, man? I mean, do you go breaded? Uh, do you go grilled? Uh, if I'm... 
I feel like normally if I'm in the car and I'm in a situation where I would swing through and get a thing, I feel like it's late enough in the day that I've that I've gotten where I wanted to be from a calorie burn standpoint. So I'm not gonna puss out on and and you know like I'll I'll, I'll go bread and fried. I mean, if I was in a restaurant or something, I might get a get a get a grilled option. But I was at I didn't I don't think I took a picture of it. But I know before COVID, my uh, cousin got married in Princeton, New Jersey, and whatever the restaurant type place we all went out to the night before, um, it was informal. I mean, you know, jeans and whatever, uh, if you wanted to wear jeans. Um, and I got this, and I'm all, I, I'm on the hunt. I think it would be I think it would be a great show to do that we can talk about off you know later. Is uh, yeah, the quest to find certain, like I would love to do a show where it's like my quest to find the perfect fried chicken sandwich. Right. What do you think about a uh, Chick Fil A hole? Uh, obviously, I think certain ideo- ideological stances they've taken have been, uh, uh, you know, it's kind of clickbait before it's clickbait. I think they're they're abusing. Um, manipulating the less intelligent, I'll go ahead and say it, uh, people that ascribe to certain religious beliefs uh, to take advantage of them, you know, the same way other people in politics do to try to manipulate uh, manipulate them to death, you know, and scare them and, you know, make, make a huge uh, portion of their money off of uh, otherizing people and uh, breeding fear and contempt. However, there are worse chicken sandwiches. Man, it uh, was pretty bad last time I had it. Yeah. Like, and it was weird because the wife wanted it, and I was like, okay, whatever. There was a Culver's nearby, and I didn't bring that up earlier, but Culver's, uh, I, I like a smash burger every now and then. Um, <clears throat> And it was just wretched man and i haven't enjoyed it for a while and it certainly isn't for their political beliefs uh though i don't eat there very often because of that but i I feel the hate in their food now you know so do you think i don't plan on going back yeah part a lot of me thinks that i try to i mean you know we're all busy and i try to be a little strategic in my thinking about when i eat where but I think a lot of that may have to do with what time of day you're going, which location location you're going to. Um, you know, I think if it's some, I just think there are certain times of day. I used to have a like a, a moral in place kind of charted graph system in my brain about this, but I think a lot of that may have to do with what time of day, what day of the week, what the location is. Um about uh where to go i'll tell you what i what i what i every once in a while that i think it's a perfect cheat is uh at zaxby's you get like a 10 piece chicken like huge chicken fingers yeah zaxby's uh we we had a stint there that that was our go-to and i don't know why we got away from it because it's pretty good 
Yeah. Oh, have you ever eaten? We'll just use company names because why not? Uh, have you ever eaten Viva Chicken? No. I look at their prices and then I go to the grocery store and make it at home. Right on. Okay. Well, that's that's probably the smarter thing to do. I liked the only bad experience I've ever had with Viva Chicken is that you would uh, pay for stuff on DoorDash like extra chicken or extra this, and they would never include it. I mean, if I ordered it 10 times, it might be on there twice to the point that you almost, I mean, I, you know, and I've obviously changed other things about my behavior and personality, but I mean, it used to just, I was like, do they want me to take an Uber over there and just dump everything on the counter and show them what's, why this is not what I, you know what I mean? Um, I wouldn't do that now, obviously. I just wouldn't order from them or I would, just take pictures of it maybe and, and post it somewhere, you know, but, uh, but it was, it's, I mean, it, it is good and tastes good and you feel like you, you know what you're eating and that it's, you know, not to mix my brands together, but it's whole foods that's fresh, you know? Um, right. But it was really good. What? But the, oh, oh, but that chicken sandwich, sorry, the chicken sandwich in New Jersey, out of control uh like a regular size bun but the chicken i guess that was the hook you know because it was a sit down you know a place uh you know that was like you know a steak and whatever place but they had the sandwich um but a regular size bun you know like you would get in a thing at the grocery store um but the chicken was like two thirds to three quarters larger than the bun, so it was just just out of this world, out of this world. And 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 that the the thickness, not just the uh, space that it took up, but the 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 depth of it was uh, was great. But no, I mean maybe that's the thing we should do is uh, uh, insert name searches out the perfect chicken sandwich. That would be that would be a thing. Well, I tell you, I have uh, a lot of experience in making fantastic chicken sandwiches at the deli I worked at in my youth. Talking about lying about my age to work. Yeah, it was at, at that deli. The and, one over uh, the one over here where the the uh, two parkways come together. Um. Well, that was one of them, but I worked at the original on Country Club. Oh, oh, okay, right on. Oh, that sandwich! I've always heard amazing things about that sandwich, Dude. but I've never had it. There. Well, that when when I said I added ham and cheese, that's what I created. And I don't really care to give them any uh, a different owner now, but uh, it it that individual was uh, well, it, it, I'll tell you the story off air because I don't want to get into a Fox News Dominion type situation. <clears throat> well, anyway. in this case, it would be true versus with all the Fox, you know, all the yeah, all the, 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 the poor whole... ladies who, who their only fans didn't take off, so they went to work at Fox News. <laughs> I, uh, but I've made, and it is an incredible sandwich. I've made uh, many, many of those, and and have a a certain technique about it that that makes it not only crunchy but it's not overly breaded mm -hmm. so 
and it, it, it's not rocket science. A lot of people dip in liquid, then bread. And if you're going to double bread, it's liquid bread, liquid bread. But, but, I bread liquid bread. So it adds like half a layer or a third of an extra layer instead of two whole layers. And, uh, but man, those are good sandwiches. If you want to talk about the best chicken sandwich, that is, or it was, their, uh, they took a hit on their quality of ingredients when inflation got to them at, uh, during gasp, a Republican presidency. Can you believe it? I really uh, can't. I really can't. It seems impossible. impossible. But yeah, man, I, I mean, that's where I learned to cook. And when I get facilities, I will make you one in the traditional accurate way. Big bun, buttered bun, grilled. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm starting to get into that right now. Oh, yeah. We should totally call on uh, Sir Mix-a-Lot still alive because he would be great to uh, have on the uh, show. Uh, oh, he is, yes. We should. Goodness, yes. 59 years old. I, yeah. I think we should. God bless him. Yeah, no, that'd be that'd be that'd be that'd be badass. No, so you, anyway, no, we're, but we're, uh, yeah, good chicken sandwich. I mean, but here. Popeyes, I think, has become. But I mean, Popeyes. I'll just say, you have to be strategic about which location you go to at which time of day. I'll just say that. But uh, you know, there's one that popped up at my office, and uh, my actual job office. In the and, in the in the physical space. Well, I mean, just like a quarter mile away on Stratford. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's okay. That's what I okay. Yeah, yeah. And I've yet to be there because everybody at work is like, yeah, don't go there. I've, yeah. What and, is? Are they giving? What are their motivating factors in that analysis? Uh, crappy service. Orders are wrong. And uh, uh, the food is bad. You know, just the trifecta of don't go there. Yeah. Do you think that is poor planning on the part of the people that opened it? Uh, I, I don't know, man. Uh, I, I I don't know. I don't know why some, you know what it is? I do know. That spot has never succeeded for anything. How many restaurants have come and gone from that spot? A dozen? Yeah. That used to be like a Checkers or something. Checkers burger thing. That location. Not there. Okay. All right, man. It is uh, time to wash various parts that need bleaching and go work on things that don't work. 
Right on. Sounds like a, sounds like a, uh, a plan. And, uh, um, if uh, Dominion gives you any of that money, find something fun to do with it. Yes. I think they should give me that money. Anyway, later, man. All right. Later.